Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. Okay, so we talked a little bit about this in the last couple of weeks of the podcast, but today I want to talk about the myth of the independent stylist. And I think before we go independent, you know, via social media, things like that, we're sold this idea of like, it rains money and you come and go as you please and life's better over here. Grass is greener. But as we all know, it's green where we water it. And so, or people have turf. You know, if you have turf, your grass isn't real. So, I mean, that's that's a whole conversation for another day. But I think that that is hitting the nail on most of the heads here. Is that like there a lot of the shit we see on social media is smoke and mirrors. Do here Here's the deal. I wish we could see like, I had this idea the other day. I'm like, I wish we had a pie charts for each person who's like educating and in the salon world and see like what percentage of their income comes from what. And like, like, I just think it'd be, I just think it'd be interesting. Right. It's like how much in in general, like in their heyday, what were they doing in the salon? What were like, and that doesn't mean that you're not an amazing educator if you don't still do hair, but just this idea of like the breakdown of like, what are you actually teaching to? Like, because I see it on the outside, but it could be turf, right? Like, is the grass real? Um, so I, I think it's important to talk about like what I see people seeing as the yellow brick road to a fanciful life. And the truth is, I feel like I have that life, but it took a long time and it took a lot of struggle as an independent stylist to, to find, to find that happy medium and to find that peace and to find that prosperity piece of it. And so what, what I think the, the myth is, is that you just seamlessly transition because you already knew you were already running a business. And I want to be really, really honest about it because I think we've a lot of times given the illusion of running our own businesses without any of the skin in the game as far as like understanding it. And that's why I think I'm part of the reason why I'm super passionate about explaining the numbers and having people understand their businesses, because I think a lot of us pay attention to that top number. Everyone's like, I'm, I bring in 150,000. I, you know, like my number, I, I make 200,000. It's like, no, that's your total revenue. That's how much money's coming in based on what you're producing. That doesn't mean that's what you're making. And I think, you know, looking back, I'm grateful that I was so young and went for it. And I, I think in my case, I wish I would have known how well positioned I was. And that's why I think understanding your business. So for instance, like, I think that a lot of us, the myth is like, you just kind of move everything over. You move everything over from the salon you're at to, um, your studio, your suite, your little salon, you move your business and you just plug and play. And you can, and I did, but ultimately you run yourself ragged in a way you don't know is possible because for me, I didn't have the support staff that I had. I didn't have the infrastructure. I, I, I think about it like 
the foundation of an independent stylist career is a different foundation than what a traditional salon is built on. And so that doesn't mean that having that foundation doesn't create a lot of um, a, like understanding and a lot of like, it's not like it doesn't give you a strong footing. It does, but it's different. And so if we run our businesses like we're in the traditional salon while we're in an independent scenario, we're just literally on hamster wheels trying to keep up with the machine big salons. And I remember thinking that was my goal. And I think had I gone into it saying, no, no, you're playing a different game. It's the same umbrella, but it's a totally, it's like playing soccer versus basketball. They both have balls. They both, you, 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 you kick them and you throw them, but you're ultimately the way you're moving in it is different. And so I think that's hard for a lot of people. And I think they don't see a framework for it and they don't know how to do it different. But I, you know, like if I could say anything to my, myself, one of the major things I would say is I would say, you've got 350 clients and you used to be able to see 14 people and now you're going to struggle to see nine of them. You're going to double book. You're going to run yourself ragged. You're going to have more demand than you have time for and an exorbitantly higher demand than you have physical space and time for. And had I been able to see that, had I been able to have that uh, understanding, I would have set my business up in a whole new way from the get-go. I wouldn't have tried, because this is what I did. I tried to make your experience exactly the same as you were experiencing it in a bigger salon, but I was falling short because I didn't have the ability to run it like that. Instead of staying in my new lane and staying in it, I tried to be in the old lane, but I couldn't run fast enough. And I, I ran pretty hard, you know, I mean, it's like four to five years of this. But ultimately, what I tell people now is like, you need probably half or less than half of your clientele to, to buy into how you're doing things to be successful. And that, and I wish I would have known like how much leverage I had and how much I would have been able to have my life feel better sooner. And I mean, there's a lot of steps in between that, that I share in my course, but I, I just, I wish I would have known that like, my time and the value of it, how much more it would elevate and go up when I didn't run myself so thin. And, you know, I, I, I don't have access to my online scheduler, but you can picture it because you've seen my visuals on Instagram of like every half an hour, it's like I'm either doing a shampoo or I'm doing someone's color and I sandwich people all day. So to give you an idea instead of seeing nine people, ultimately I had like either six, what's nine times two, is that 18? Like 18 little appointments in my day. Um, like little boom, boom, boom. Like I'm on every half an hour sometimes if I was just doing base colors. And that's no life. It's no life for anybody. And um, I, I, I just think that so many times being independent gets dangled like a carrot instead of saying like, 
are you ready for something different? Are you ready for more ownership? Are you ready to like have a, like, are you ready to go on this journey into yourself? Because the things that have been holding you back that you've been able to blame the salon for are now going to be front and center. I have a quote in my um, Oracle deck that says going independent is a, is like a way to face yourself in a way you never have before. It's like getting naked in front of the mirror. All of your imperfections and the places you've been hiding are at the forefront. Like you can't hide them anymore. You can't hide behind your salon and say like they're holding you back. You can't. And ultimately it is the most freeing, empowering experience of the, in my life. And I attribute so much of like what I have going on in my world today to have been made possible uh, because of my decision to run my own business. But I think it's just, it's, I also would say the myth is like that you just instantly like jump in and are thriving. I think that there is a lot of inner dialogue that is like you're kind of negotiating with like of like insecurity of standing on your own like did I hang this picture right like you can't really fuck that up if it's straight um like all the all the insecurities they just they bubble up and you know I think just knowing that doesn't make it any less of a journey or a place to go but I think that there is a misconception around how sunshiny it is from the from day one. I do believe that with all of your experience, with all the demand for your time, if you can find a way to communicate the way you're changing things and the quality of life it's going to provide you with and how much more excited you are to like get up every day and go in and do this, the truth is all of that stuff radiates off of you and doesn't need to really be communicated as much as it's felt. And I think that in trying to be like the big salon, people feel how frazzled you are. And honestly, I've gone to multiple independent stylists for my hair. And I'm telling you right now, your clients feel it. They feel your stress. They feel you trying to spin your wheels and move fast enough in the tension of it. Ultimately, a lot of my clients didn't, but I was um, really good at hiding things and um, stuffing it down until one day the whole thing blew up. And I, I share this to say, like, if you are running your business in a way that gives you life, it will be felt. And so many independent stylists, they come in and they look the part, act the part, but truth be told, they don't feel like they're doing it right. They don't, they're, they're afraid. They feel like they don't know if what they, they're not confident in their decisions. They don't totally understand the numbers in their business and they truthfully need to sit with themselves long enough to understand what it is they want from their business and then set their business up in a way to honor that. But it involves getting to know ourselves in a way so many of us never have. And we don't have this space in our lives because we've crammed as many clients in as possible. And it's in an effort ultimately to avoid the work you're here to do. And so if you can get past that, if you can sit down with yourself and sift through everything you're bringing to the table and where you're selling yourself short and where you're believing uh, 
a truth that is not yours, you can have a business that is beyond your wildest dreams. And so if you'd like to go get my Price Yourself for Living PDF, it'll give you an idea of how you start that process. And I'm here for you. I hope you have a wave making day and I will talk to you next week.